Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seven minutes to eight on SENSA Breakfast. We're in studio, Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. We've had a big show so far. Mark Bickley confessing love on this Valentine's Day because you are a massive romantic. And yes. the first love that you confessed was your love for the Adelaide Football Club, mm-hmm. the uh, only premiership captain during the day. I mean, you, you were part of the premiership team at night. You weren't part of the <laughs> AFLX team at Hindmarsh Stadium. Cole Cheney skippered that team. Big Fetter did that yep. very well. So that's uh, being paraded at Westlakes <laughs> as we speak. There's a player who also loves the Adelaide Crows because he recommitted to him at the back end of last year. And we speak of Matt Crouch. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. Footy very close, Matt. Morning, boys. Yeah, it is. It's uh, coming around uh, nice and quick now. So... Um, so hopefully pre-season can be put behind us pretty soon and we can get stuck into the game. Well, let's start with the Valentine's Day. You're newly married, aren't you? Like, are you, are you still in that sort of phase where you're going out of your way to do something special for your partner? <laughs> I'm engaged, Mitch, but not married oh, okay, uh, yeah. just yet. Well, even, <laughs> I mean, it's even more important for you today. You've got to get this right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I might... Uh, Get some flowers on the way home or something like that. Do the right thing. Okay, yes, do that. Hey, um, this preseason, I remember um, hearing Darren Burgess talk about it being much shorter than other years. You, you know, you've pretty much broken the back of it now. How have you fared? Have you have you handled it okay? And has uh, most of the boys sort of lapped it all up? Yeah, it's been really solid. Um, as you said, it's been a bit shorter than, than previous years. So uh, the intensity's been pretty high and um, we've tried to get as much work in as we can. Um, in the in the shorter pre-season. But, um, yeah, some of the boys are, are looking really good. We're, we're training at a high intensity. And, um, yeah, I feel like we're in, we're in good nick and ready to, to attack the season now. We're having a big discussion earlier in the show about the Adelaide midfield. And, and now you've got greater depth. And I know that uh, Josh Rochelle and, and others have been training in that midfield group. Do you feel that it's, um, it is, does bat a bit deeper and that you more, might run some more players through there this year? Yeah, I think so. I think um, this pre-season, there's been a lot of guys that have, that have trained throughout the midfield. And um, you spoke about Joshua Shelley and I think Isaac Rankin's done a bit of centre-bounce work as well. I think you'll probably see a fair bit of them guys in there as well. So, um, And other guys, Jake Saligo, who had a, had a great year as well last year and has developed really nicely. So I think you'll see a few of them guys uh, go through the midfield this year. Luke Pedler as well, he, he's got some sort of power about him. Yeah, he's similar to, to sort of Ranks and, and Rash as well. He's got real power and um, he can be, he can, them sort of players are really good in a, in a centre bounce. They can come out the front and be penetrating. So hopefully we see him through there as well. 
Matt, before we talk about what you're excited about in 2024, the end of 2023 was outstanding for you personally. I know there are a lot of disappointed fans in the Sandford that they didn't get you to see. Uh, they didn't get to see you play deep into the finals. But um, how do you reflect on last year and the learnings that you've taken to then look forward to this year? Yeah, it was um, it was obviously great to finish the to the season uh, playing the AFL team, and that's always the, the goal to be in that team and playing well. So um, yeah, it was at times it was a bit of a long year uh, waiting for my opportunity, but when it came, I felt like I uh, I took it, and um, hopefully I can continue that form um, into the early parts of this this season. Does that give you a lot more confidence? Because there was a fair bit of unknown, um, especially when you were playing such good football to the back end of the year when Rory Laird was going to make his way back in and Bix and I were talking about it and you were impossible to move back into the Sandful because of the form you were in. So does that give you a lot more confidence knowing that you can play your role on your day? Yeah, it does, absolutely. Um, yeah, I felt like when, when me and Laird, sort of um, played played the midfield together, we, we played some really good footy and, um, and we mixed quite well. That was probably the one thing that uh, there was question marks over. So um, hopefully, as we spoke about with some of the guys in Rash and, and Peddler and um, ranks that come through, it can help us out um, through the midfield this year and, and, and make that balance a, a good balance in there. Did much need to change at the Adelaide Footy Club in terms of, you know, you got close to a lot of those really good sides last year, uh, weren't far outside of the eight. Do you have to change much? Is the game changing much? What have you tweaked over the preseason? Yeah, we've spoken a little bit um, mostly about our defence. We feel like that's the area that we can, can really improve in. Um, we felt like our, our attack and offence last year is pretty strong. We've got a really good uh, forward line that can score um, when we get in there. So I think our, our defence is something that we, we've really worked on and um, hopefully you can see that in the pre-season when we, when we start playing that we've improved in that area and I think that's probably the, the next step that we can go with. I guess the depth is going to be tested a little bit early on, particularly it looks like uh, Jordan Butts is on the sidelines at the moment, Wayne Miller uh, on the sidelines, you've got Nick Murray on the sidelines. So maybe some opportunities for uh, some people to, to get a chance to play in defence. Yeah, unfortunately them boys had a, some little setbacks, but hopefully they, they won't be too far away. But, yeah, it's, good, it's going to be good for some of the guys. Uh, I think you're saying last year Josh Wall played um, some some really good footy in, in the AFL team. Mark came late in the year, played, mm. played some good footy as well. So um, hopefully them guys can, can get their chance and, and perform well. Have you had a look at Rory Sloan, if he's started to model the new goggles yet or he hasn't purchased the hardware at this stage? <laughs> I don't think he's, uh, he's got them yet, but um, I think he, he'll have a crack at, uh, at some sort of goggles. But um, hopefully, yeah, he obviously ran yesterday, Sloan, and um, I think he's been been sitting at home pretty bored, so it's, it's good to see him up and going again. Now, every year the Super Bowl rolls around. Every year they talk about Taylor Walker could be a punter. He's on the back page of the, the paper today. Has he got a bit of a strut about him? Does he does he truly believe that he could uh, kick a ball in the US one day? <laughs> oh, you asked him, he'd probably say, say he could be, you know, pretty well. Kid on his left, um, probably. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's an interesting one. You don't see Tex kick that talk. I think Brody Smith can unleash big talks every now and then. So I reckon he'd be probably pretty good at it as well. And uh, game this Friday, you're uh, heading to Port Lincoln as part of the community camp. It's always good to get out to the regions. It's great to start playing. What's your sort of feelings around internal trials? We, we discussed this yesterday, how it's, uh, particularly for some of the more experienced players, it, it can be a little bit of a, uh, you know, a difficult one. How do you approach it? 
Yeah, I'm looking, really looking forward to getting down to Port Lincoln. I feel like um, getting amongst the community is going to be great and we'll see a lot of fans there. So really looking forward to, to getting over there and, and playing some footy there. Um, internal trials, yeah, it's uh, it's always like playing against your teammates and stuff like that's always a bit of a challenge. But um, I feel like with this short pre-season, it's going to be pretty pretty crucial for us to have a good hit out. Um, we've only got two more uh, pre-season games after this, so I'm sure uh, I'm sure we're going to be um, going pretty hard on, on Friday and it'll be a good hit out for the guys. 31 days until the 16th of March, the Gold Coast Suns. Uh, Matt, congratulations on an outstanding back end of 23. Uh, well done on the contract extension and all the best moving into this year. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Matt Thanks, Crouch, Matt. our guest from the Adelaide Crows. Speaking of the Gold Coast Suns, there's a fair bit of unknown bits about their opponent, Adelaide, in Gold Coast. This is Noah Anderson talking about Damien Hardwick's impact. Um, yeah, he just changed a bit of the layout of the club, um, created a lot more open space for us to just connect with each other in between meetings, in between training. Um, just got kind of the layout that he wanted, so... Yeah, he's made a fair few changes around the club and the way we're going about things, and I think the boys are really refreshed um, coming into this pre-season. When you use the word connection and connectivity, it has a very Richmond feel about it. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Uh, just the things like layout and space, you know, downtime and where players can relax together as opposed to if there's lots of little sort of pigeonholes or, you know, blokes tend to sort of find a little nook and sit there on their phone and be sort of quite insular. So it, it's little things like that that can just change and, and help um, playing groups sort of connect better as Hardwick has been very experienced at. And it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because the Gold Coast play Richmond um, in round zero. Is that right? Yes. It could be Richmond playing Richmond. Gary and Tim asked Noah Anderson if they're just basically going to copy Richmond's game plan. Is it the Richmond game plan? Do you feel like you're playing the Richmond game plan? Uh, a little bit. Um, you can say that because well, it's think... been successful. I mean, um, the Giants played the Richmond game plan last yeah, year once yeah. they learned it. Yeah, obviously, like success leaves clues. So um, Dim has brought what he what has worked in his previous job, and I'm sure he's tinkered it a little bit to suit our our playing list and our strengths. So. But, yeah, there's definitely aspects where you go, oh, when I was playing. Uh, <laughs> That's I remember playing doing. against that. And, um, but it works. So I like that. To, to Su- success leaves clues. Mm. I've never heard that before. But you've also, you know, hard to replicate Dustin Martin. Mm. And, you know, Richmond don't have a um, pick a player, a Noah Anderson. And so, you know, like, like Noah was saying, there's, there's, there's some fundamentals and there's a framework, but you're still trying to maximise – Noah Anderson, Matt Rowe, Took Miller, um, and you know maybe the Gold Coast don't have Tom Lynch. You know, like so you've got to tweak things to to fit your your strengths and weaknesses. Could you could you call it a danger game being the first game of the season? I mean, really, because you don't know what Gold Coast is going to turn up because they could be a team which is getting familiar with the game plan. So then it gets to halfway through the season and um, they haven't got it yet. Well, the Giants were that. They yep. were three and seven at the halfway mark and. Missed out in the granny by They could point. have nailed the game plan and they spanked the Crows or it could be the Gold Coast Suns that we know that start the season really well and fade away. Yeah, who knows? But one one thing I do know is that they will improve. That You just feel like there's always been just a belief problem and that's the one thing. And, and the only reason I say this is we at the Adelaide Football Club lived it up until Malcolm Blight arriving. When Malcolm arrived, he had this unshakable belief about this is what 
successful football looks like mm. and I know how to coach it and this is what this is how it's going to be and you can either get with the program or nick off and so when you get those uh, coaches that have that belief and and I think that Damien Hardwick has that belief then players buy into that they they get this sense of yep we're all in and and I think they've lacked that a little bit with the revolving door of coaches that have been at the Gold Coast Suns. We are going to be joined by a new recruit from the Port Adelaide Football Club, Asava Radigalia, next.